Good morning. <laughs> How art thou? In a pleasantly good mood, actually. <laughs> it's very nice here today. It's very sunny. Is it? Oh, it's rubbish here. <laughs> oh, it's not actually forecast rain till later, but it's really windy and grey and overcast. It was bloody 13 degrees yesterday. I mean, that's that's pretty good going for the UK. <laughs> that's, like, <sighs> that's peak of summer. Oh, my God. I'm oh, really struggling this summer, but there you go. So is everybody else. Never mind. Right. I think, I think that's it really now, isn't it? It's um, like we we went to the the log log the log shop yesterday. Mm. Trying Did to get you buy rid some logs. Well, no, because the woman said that oak was the best one to get, but because it burnt longer and hotter, but it, mm. it wasn't the best one to start a fire with or something like that. But she didn't have any in anyway, so. <laughs> Right, it will just come back in in September and hopefully get some more. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not any cheaper having a real fire, to be honest, than having the heat. No, on. no. no. Um, on, on Thursday, it's going to be here, it's going to be sunny and 26, and it's like, oh, that'll be the third day of summer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then the day after, it'll be absolutely pissing it down again. That's it. We've had one barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and having that lovely yeah. deck outside and eating, you can't bloody use the thing. I know. I've literally sat there. We've eaten <laughs> out there once, and I've literally sat out there like with the dog and some coffee like a handful of times, and that's it. <sighs> it's no good, darling. It's no good. Nothing, I... nothing for it but to go to Ibiza when it's 31 degrees and sunny. <laughs> That's what we'll do. <laughs> a mate at work goes there quite a bit. She must go like every other month or something, Dad. But she absolutely loves it. I don't think she doesn't do like the party island. Yeah, no, we're it's... not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've been there and done all that. I don't need to do it again. <laughs> like the, what was them old cruises they used to do? It was like 18 to 30 or something like that, they used to call them. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Not for me. <laughs> Stick to the P&O cruises or the pensions. Oh, well, I, I did do a, um, in my 20s, I did do a, it was a three-week um, tour around Europe on a bus, but mm. it was for under 30s. Um, <laughs> and it was basically just everyone sort of drinking every night and sort of stumbling in the morning onto the bus <laughs> to go somewhere else and everyone kind of like lolling and, Hung over and falling asleep, and wake up thinking, "Oh God, oh God, we're in <laughs> Rome now! Bloody hell! Let's have a drink!" And oh, jeez. Anyway, it was good. It was good. <laughs> Just gotta make the most. It's better than being over here, isn't it? At the minute. <laughs> so, what, what have we got today? Have we got questions? We have got a few. Uh, oh, I love, I love the... people's questions. The goal of today is not to press any fucking stop buttons on recording and make it a two-hour-long adventure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Uh, never mind. <laughs> no, we do have a few in between the... Um, have you looked at our... I think it's mainly our Instagram inbox. Have you seen all the... What do they call them now? When, when companies want to collaborate to do... What? You know, whether they're like, you wear... Oh, yeah. Our product for X, Y, and Z, and we'll post you on blah, blah, blah. Thousands of them, but all for um, 
gay pride stuff. I'm like, have you listened to this podcast? Like, there's not, there's not been one time on here that I've said anything decent about gay pride, and then <laughs> keep, keep offering. Is that our uh, our not fan base? That's what we're getting, is it? It's, yeah, <laughs> scammy accounts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but anyway. Go away. Dear Ellie is back. She would like to know what is the worst injury either of us have had in the fitness industry. Jesus. (laughs) Might be a bit early for that, Ellie, darling. (laughs) Well, well, mine was life-changing, so... Um, Have you you had any injuries any time? The longest one that I had was the the hernia in my bollock from weightlifting. Yeah, Um, yeah, yep. But in terms of maybe pain, we mm. did. It wasn't really fitness. It, we we got asked to do the Christmas dance shows for a hotel. So it was when offices mm. were booking the parties in, mm. um, and there was I was the only male, and there must have been about ten or fifteen girls in it. And it mm. was it was the typical cheesy party crap music. You know, it was the Ricky Martins and Jennifer Lopez and all that shit. Yeah. Um, but one of one of the routines that we had, um, there was just me out on the stage, and then the girl had to run from the side of the stage across the front, and I she had to jump midway, and I had to catch her underneath her arms oh, and then what, spin a bit her like around. Dancing. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so we we did that for I think the whole gig was only a week long, and I think it got to the the night before the last night and as she jumped mm. and I caught her under her arms, her whole mm. body weight went onto my right thumb and it just popped out. <laughs> bent, all the, bent all the way back. I've never felt pain like it, but obviously you can't express <laughs> how much it fucking hurts because you've got hundreds and hundreds of people watching it. So you just, have, I just had to carry on with the, um, the rest of the show. It must've been about halfway through uh, and then, Tried to put it back in myself, mid routine, doing a few spins. <laughs> just, I've just got my back to you for the second audience because I'm just readjusting my thumb. <laughs> oh, you poor bugger! But yeah, that was probably the worst like physical pain. But I've been quite lucky in fitness itself. I've never actually, um, apart from the hernia, done any any damage. Mm. Mm. Um, in my twenties. When I was competing in powerlifting, um, it was, I think, about yeah, t- 10 days before a competition. And my coach um, would get us to, like, normally when you do a deadlift, uh, the bar's on the floor and the bar kind of comes about mid shin. Mm. Um, so, my coach would get us to stand on a box so the bar was at our toes and do the deadlift, the pull from there, Um, the theory being that um, then when you only had to pull it from shin level, it was a bit easier. Um, So I think it it was my last... It's a bit hard to remember because it was quite a long time ago. But <laughs> it was, um, I know I was doing sets of three uh, with 115 kilos. Um, 
and I'd already done two reps and on the third one I must have just rushed and not set it up correctly and anyway cut a long story short so I ruptured two discs um, and it took me a really oh god pain was just unbelievable Um, but that's pretty much like it's permanent and it's caused me no end of issues in probably most areas of my life one way or the other it took a really long time for me to even get a proper diagnosis because at the time I just went to the the staff doctor at the hospital Mm -hmm. and they just gave me like some pain relief and give me some time off work and said go to a physio and I probably should have had surgery but that wasn't offered um so yeah now I've got lot you know chronic permanent pain and lots of structural kind of issues because it's changed my posture because I adjust my posture for the pain yeah blah 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 so yeah that literally changed my whole life (laughs) not in a good way (laughs) Can they put? Do they put any support on it? Not like if you if you break your arm, they put a pot on it. I'm guessing they can't do things like that when it's a disc. Well, no, no, because it's your torso. <laughs> Maybe like, one of the metal cage things that you see in films. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where they put them, they wrap them in like tin. <laughs> no, but but see, at the time, like there was, I didn't even have a diagnosis. It was just like, oh, you've done something and it's really hurting. Well, here's some tablets and go to the physio. Oh, so you didn't um, even know? No, 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 no. Literally, it took me years and years to actually get a definitive diagnosis. I went to, like over the years, I went to all different sorts of practitioners, from an mm. orthopedic surgeon to um, a physio to, a, you know, all alternative, mainstream, all sorts of things. And every single person told me a different thing. Um, anyway, in the end, I, uh, I've actually got like radiological pictures of where my discs used to be um, to prove that that's I actually you know finally found yeah. out. I mean, I, I didn't. That was sort of when I was forty something, so it was a really long time because um, I did it when I was about twenty seven, I think. Christ. Just, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So. Uh, lots of things flowed on from that, um, but yeah, that was pretty, pretty major. And but I guess not having that diagnosis, and then you just, like you said, trying to alter your posture to ease yeah, the pain. It's probably yeah. done more damage than what it would have if you'd have got diagnosed sooner. Yes, yeah, it has, it has, because uh, now my sacroiliac joints are kind of. I have a lot of pain from that because I've always got my pelvis sort of slightly pushed forward yeah as as a like a as a pain easing thing and also because I've always got my pelvis slightly pushed forward from where it should be my quads are always partially engaged so they're really really tight like I've got terrible flexibility in my quads but that's just yeah. sort of and and yeah lots of pain that's never going to go so it's just like we'll suck it up and get on with it really Neat. Anyway, that's boring. Let's have we got more juicy questions? Thanks, Ellie, that, for the that question. Was, that was a lot more entertaining than uh, having a swollen testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Probably no less painful. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't got testicles, thank God. 
It's 2023 and it's easily done. <laughs> no, I'll, um, stick with, I'll stick with what I'm used to, I think. <laughs> uh, the next one's Marcus. Uh, me and my fella are going away with his parents to Blackpool. Why are you going to Blackpool? Is that is that our Marcus? Oh, no, that's Mark. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. He's gone AWOL. I don't know where he is. Bless him. He's, he doing, he's doing a lot of Pride events at the minute. So I'm just yes, I'm, I thought that would be the case. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is um, no. Anyway, sorry, Mark. Mark. Marcus. He, Marcus. He's him and his fella are going to Blackpool. God knows why you're going to Blackpool. Honestly, we don't know why. That, <laughs> that'd be the end of the question there. If it was my way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his granny lives there or something. Who knows. Oh, it's horrible. I mean, have, when was have you been? No, no. Oh, don't waste your time. It's <laughs> yeah. all hopes lost in Blackpool. <laughs> Is it a bit? Yeah, no, I won't say anything. Okay, I, I just believe you. I, there's not a like big likelihood that I'll ever go there, but anyway. <laughs> I'll send you some pictures, and you can um, <laughs> make your mind. Up. <laughs> Uh, me and my fellow are going away with his parents to Blackpool. They are a right pain in the ass and <laughs> never want to do anything because they're miserable. Do I say <laughs> I don't want to go or do I just suck it up? Have you guys ever been in a similar situation? <laughs> oh, have you? No, I've never really ever met my future in-laws with any relationship that I've been in, so I can't say that I have. I mean... If it was that, but maybe just hope that you you're in a hotel with a swimming pool, and maybe if they're swimming, you can just put the cover over the top. I don't know. <laughs> if they're that fucking miserable, so put, them, put them out of the misery. Like knock knock off the parents in law because <laughs> they're no fun. Just fucking drown them. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> no, no, I've never never really spent time spoken to or met my uh, potential mm. in-law, so I'm mm. out on that question, but mm. there's plenty of ways to die in Blackpool. I can point you in that direction. <laughs> well, it's the, it's, what, he's there for three or four days, did he say? Um, Going away. So, yeah, I didn't, that sounds like anywhere between a weekend maybe and a week, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, geez, It's tough, isn't it? Because, if, like, if you... Like, how's his partner going to be if he just sort of goes, like, I don't want to go because your parents are boring or something? How's that going to go down? Or Probably not very well, but... Probably not. I mean, obviously, one would assume that they had their own separate accommodation, that they had, a, you know, a room to themselves. If you don't, Marcus, I suggest you leave that relationship very quickly. <laughs> yes, yes. And if you don't have your own room, get one. So at least, uh, you know, if you want to sort of compromise and go along and, you know, do the do the right thing to keep the partner happy or something, at least make sure you've got your own, even staying in a different uh a different building would be good. Just so to you have that, of, yeah, that divide a little bit. Yeah. Excuse a, me. A bit of space. Um, you know, you can always plead a headache one day and go back to your room and get drunk or something. I don't know. Um, 
See, I think you wouldn't have a... If it was Andrew's parents, I don't think you'd have a problem saying, do you know what, actually, I'm not going. You are a pain in the ass. If you you didn't know them as you know them, theoretically. Yeah, if I was in that situation, it it would be, let's stay in a different hotel. Maybe... You could sort of lay a kind of hint at doing separate things on certain days so that you're not always together on the on the day times. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we did have a, um, Andrew's family, uh, his, his um, parents didn't come, but his, his siblings and so on, we all had a group holiday in Cyprus and... Uh, all of us bar one couple um, shared a villa, but it was really good because every, I mean, everyone was adult about it and it's like there's no, there was no pressure at all for the whole time to, I think we were there for a week, to do anything together. Like if you mm-hmm. wanted to go off and have dinner by yourself, like it was fine. If you wanted to join other people with what they were doing, that was fine too. So, um, yeah, it was together when you wanted to be and separate when you wanted to be and whatever you wanted to do was fine with everyone. So it was actually a great holiday. So lucky in that respect. I think even maybe couples, even if it is parents, in-laws and the kids, um, if it's two couples, surely you'd want to do your own separate things at some point anyway, like spending time. I know old people spend all the time together anyway, but... (laughs) <laughs> God, nothing else to do, have they? Really? <laughs> like when you get to eighty-seven, there's not a lot of chance that you're going to be gallivanting about without your other half, though. Oh God, I hope I am when I'm eighty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Just gallivanting, maybe a little bit slower. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you get, look, if you're gonna if you're gonna sort of do the right thing and grit your teeth and do this weekend, at least make sure you've got a couple of separate things planned that you can just go off and do. Maybe, yeah, I don't know what, but uh, and definitely separate accommodation. Maybe in a separate establishment would be good. Stick them on a coach trip. <laughs> 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 oh, we've got to be this far. I see you in two days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. So we'll keep our eye out on the news for any sort of uh, homicides that happen in Blackpool. <laughs> Not being very helpful, are we? Sorry, you know Mark. What? It used to be, back in, from what I remember as a kid anyway, back in the day it used to be, the place to go, and I think for the older generation, it definitely was the place to go, and it's more of a nostalgia thing now. But yeah, yeah, we went maybe last last year um, to watch Katie Hopkins stand up, and the minute we got in the car park, the multi-story car park, me and the other half are like, "We're not fucking staying here, absolutely not. Like, we're just going to go in, and watch it, and we'll just drive all the way home instead because it's just rough." It was that bad. Yeah, I'm not God. one for vaccines, but I felt like I'd have happily have taken one just to feel <laughs> clean and safe walking around the place. Sorry if you live in Blackpool, but it's um, the apocalypse have, reincarnated. Is have that. you been anywhere else 
maybe on the other side of the of England, like coastal areas that are sort of similar, or is it really a place unto itself? I think it's a place unto itself. To be fair, Scarborough used to be a, a bit of a dump, but they put a lot of money into that, and they've kind of brought it back up to a visually pleasing stuff. Yeah, and like I mean, you know. Whitby, I've been to Scarborough and Whitby and sort of a few places along there. And Whitby's actually quite nice. That's that's the um the Dracula place, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's like it's a little town and it's, it's it's actually quite, you know, it's quite nice. Um Did they have them massive signs pinned to the you know, they've got the um the harbour bit where it stretches out into the sea that you can walk yeah. around. Yeah. Did they have the big, massive plastic signs where it was literally a, a picture of this screaming, terrified child and this whopping great big dinosaur-sized seagull saying, do not feed the seagulls on the pier? Oh, no, I haven't. I, I can't say that I've noticed that, but that's... Oh, fucking Syria. That's hilarious. What, in case the, the seagull actually picks your child up and takes it Literally, away? <laughs> oh, if I can find it, it's the, they're the funniest signs I've seen. I don't think they intended them to be funny either, but it's just this yeah. petrified child getting kidnapped by a by a seagull oh. saying, don't feed seagulls, seagulls attack or something like that. And it's like... <laughs> they'll eat your children. <laughs> oh, God. No, I haven't seen that. No, apart from that, apart from um, savage seagull attacks, Whitby's quite a nice place. Yes, yeah. Cheap parking too. <laughs> oh dear. Who's next on the old list? Um, Claire, oh, Mark, do you... oh, can I just say, uh, Marcus? <laughs> let us let us know. Report back. Let us know afterwards how it goes. Yes, we'll be your first call from prison quite happily. <laughs> if you need counselling or support, <laughs> give us a shout. <laughs> Oh dear. Poor bastards. Oh well. Yeah. Claire, do either of you have any tattoos or piercings? Do you find them to be more acceptable and acceptable in the workspace these days? I want a tattoo, but I'm sure if it'll look trashy at work. Hmm. Well, you've got beautiful tattoos. Yeah, I've got quite a few. <laughs> mm, me too. Have you got some? I didn't know you had any. I have at the last count, I've got 17. Okay, you're ahead of me. What are these, Anita? Well, they're, they're not... Um, m- mine are sort of relatively small. Um, I know you've got that beautiful big one on your chest, but you've probably got... I mean, men often tend to have kind of bigger ones. But, oh, well, God, I, I had my first one. It's God, I've had it for, like, more than 30 years. Oh. Oh, I never um, knew that about you. Um, yes, yeah, so I've got like I've got a couple of Chinese symbols, and I've got one on either side of my calves, and I've got ones on the inside of my forearms, and I've got ones on my hands. I've got neck, one behind each ear, and some across my back. But I have plans for plenty more as well. Um, and I suppose like. Well, being self-employed, I can do whatever. <laughs> do whatever I bloody want. So, 
yeah and and really like i i think we're long past the time where people judge anyone for having tattoos these days i mean that's they're pretty much mainstream in my kind of experience would you think yeah i don't think i've ever heard anybody complain that somebody's had tattoos on at work and it's maybe piercings is different because we're being in hospitality for such a long time piercings were really kind of a a no-no until until recently yeah especially the um the lip ones because all the the balls just constantly fall off them it doesn't matter how tight you screw them on they always the little ends seem to yeah 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 i do think there's certain jobs and it might be might be me being a bit pretentious where i think it's nice when people haven't got tattoos like if they're in really fine restaurants or on fine staff on a really fine cruise maybe i think it's quite mm-hmm. nice to have that clean look <laughs> so to speak mm-hmm. but yeah i just think for everyday day work i don't think it really really matters like even mm-hmm. even with yours i'd never noticed never even noticed all those and well, I'm, I'm, i saw I've you in a... short trousers and t-shirts all the time so um i mean i've had a lot more done since you were living here and I only had like a couple and I think they weren't sort of the ones that I had when I sort of met you weren't sort of overly visible. Mm. Um, you know, like the ones on my ankles and the ones uh, on my shoulders, uh, you know, you just wouldn't have seen. So You've not got into um, the piercing thing yet then? <laughs> um, well, I've got. I've got my nose. I've had my nose pierced for yes, ever. She, yes, she did. You had the little um, studded one. In, yeah, well, I've still, I mean, I've still got that. But that, God, that's nothing, isn't it? And just my ears pierced. So, yeah. But I don't think. Oh yeah, I really don't think people really. Get, I I think facial tattooing is a bit confrontational, and that probably gets a bit more of a reaction from people. But if it's if it's your body, I don't think people really bother that much. Face, do you know what? They're growing on me a little bit. You know, there's quite a few. They seem to be a bit more popular. Yeah. This last few years, they are growing on me a little bit. But I get what you mean. It does look a bit thuggish, <laughs> depending yeah. on what they have done. Yeah, and and I and I think something like a whole sleeve. Um, I actually really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't find that too much, but that's you know, I don't. It's neither here nor there. It's someone else's body. It's just like, oh, it's yours. Do what you like with it. You know, it doesn't affect me, so I'll not judge. I'll not comment. Mostly, I see stuff and I think, oh wow, that's cool. I like it. Yeah, I, I think the majority of them you can cover up anyway, can't you? Well, it depends what job that you're doing, I suppose, but. Mm. Um, at one at one point, I was looking at uh, uh, trying to get into doing like police dispatch, uh, like dispatch work or something like that. Mm. Um, and I was looking on the uh, like police website, and like they have a thing that if you if you do anything in like customer service, say like you're at a help desk or something like that. Um, this is for support people, not actual yeah. police officers. Um, you can't have any, uh, like, hand or face tattoos. Oh. 
which I thought was interesting. It is for something that's not really customer facing. Hmm. Anyway. Because I know things like airlines used to be really strict, didn't they? You weren't allowed any tattoos on show at all with doing... Um... And is that still the case, I wonder? I don't know. I... I, don't, I think the last time I looked at it was maybe not long after I left, uh, left living where we met. Mm. I, I had a look into mm. it and you weren't allowed it then. Mm. The, one, the one that I had done on my chest just only just by a, a few millimetres sticks out above any shirt. I thought I was going to say, if it's on your chest, who would see it? You're not going to be doing any chest-bearing activities while you're on a plane. <laughs> One would hope. One's got to earn tips on these. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see you doing that job, you know. It's very cliche, isn't it? But, yeah, I'd... <laughs> <laughs> I quite fancied it at one time. I yeah, quite yeah. Oh, you'd be fabulous at that. Maybe not now. I'm a bit more abrupt, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd, I'd say just just go for it. Or if it's if it's your first one, get it somewhere where you, you can cover it up with clothing, and don't go for a cheap one neither. I think any tattoo studio or tattoo artist that's got a sign outside saying walking's available is probably a. A reason for that, yeah. Yes, I did read a thing the other day because I'm looking for a new place to go to and it was like, you know, if there's not a waiting list, don't bother Mm -hmm. booking there. So I did it once um, and it was the start of the sleeve and she she finished the outline and I wouldn't let her go near it again. Um, But that was a walking one. And even now I must have had it done, what, nine years ago? Mm. I don't know what it is. It still blisters every now and again in certain spots. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it like boils up into weird little lumps. I don't know. Oh, oh, God, that sounds awful. But yeah, I never let her finish that. I'm not... But then tattoo artists can get a bit funny about finishing off someone else's work, can't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same with piercings. I do your research for piercings. I've had some nightmares with piercings and getting infected. Yeah, I had my. Um... I can't remember the um, the top of my ear. I don't know what the proper word for it is. Um, or just just below the top, just sort of right on the side sort of thing. Mm. Had that done and, oh, my God, I had I couldn't sleep on that side for months and it got infected and it was manky and I just took it out in the end. It was awful. It's <laughs> scaffolding. Yeah. Is, that, is that what it's scaffolding? Is that what it's called when it's the top? I don't I don't, I've got no idea. It's it's but, horrible when it's um, when it gets infected and you're trying to squirt Savalon into. No, no, it's oh. horrible. Yeah, but like I've I mean I've I've had my ears pierced. I've got multiple holes in my ears. I had <laughs> since teenager, early twenties. But I tend to just only wear one pair of earrings. And like I said, I've had my nose done since forever too. So, but I I won't be getting any more piercings. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I found the nose one more afterwards more painful than the other ones that I've had done before. Like in terms of soreness. Mm. Mm. Yes, I, I struggle quite a bit with my nose as well. And especially when I think about six months after I'd had it done for some stupid reason I took my the stud out overnight. <laughs> And 
it had actually partially closed over by the next morning and I literally oh. had to re-pierce it with the stud because I thought I'm not going back to getting it done again. I just have to get this back in now and just suck it up and do it. And yeah, There might have been a couple of eye-watering moments there. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, you obviously got it back through all right in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, now I don't even, you know, when you've had it done for years, you don't even sort of notice it's there, really. You don't think about it, do you? No, I, I forget that I've got this one in. Yeah. Uh, cause my, my lip never fully healed. It's healed on mm. the inside. Mm. And the, but I can still get, I can get a little pencil end in it and same with my tongue my tongue still got the hole in on the top side but it's sealed on the bottom sealed on the bottom yeah nipples was the worst oh when they got infected anita jesus christ Ooh. they were fucking minging, minging when they were um, infected i could have wanked off noddy they were that big <laughs> oh god oh how awful for you they were yeah don't get your nipples pierced they're not not a wise move. It had never crossed my mind, believe me. <laughs> that would be torture. That would be absolute torture. There would no there would be no pleasure in that for me. It would just be pain and i no. No. The clamp bit was all right. They get some like little <laughs> clamps and they clamp it on either side before they shove the needle through. That was all right. <laughs> but putting the bar in, no. No. Not for me that one. <laughs> Um, I knew, I knew a bloke, I'm going to finish on this because, I mean, this topic. <laughs> I knew a bloke that pierced his own knob. No. <laughs> yes, yes. He, um, oh, he, God, he, he, man, no. he was, he was, he was in the, uh, he wasn't a doctor. He, he was in the medical field, just yeah. in, in, in the hospital scene. And, uh, yeah, he used a piece of hospital equipment and pierced it himself. Oh, God, no. Mm. Mm-mm. Anyway. What possesses you to do that? Oh, I'm on my lunch break. I'll pierce my knob. I don't know. <laughs> Boredom. <laughs> God, God knows. Oh, no. No, he's got issues, he needs... <laughs> It's supposed to feel quite nice, though. Is it the was it the Prince Albert they call it? Yes, yes, I believe that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I know you can get um, you know, is it stretches you get for your ears? You know, we you know we, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like a spiral and it gets gradually gets thicker. You can get them from down there as well. I knew somebody, that, somebody that did that. Like he basically had three pee holes by the time he was finished. Oh, oh lord. <laughs> I wish, I'd never, I wish I'd never brought it up now. You brought that upon yourself. I did, I did, did My eyes are watering. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, moving on. Can women get the bits? Yes. Pierced up? Yes, you can get the, you can get your um, clitoral hood pierced. It has a hood? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just thought it was the one tonsilly bit, but okay, it's got a hood. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I suppose you don't really need to be uh, sort of 
up to speed with your female anatomy, really, do you? No, I wouldn't know what I was doing. I'd just rub it with a teaspoon or something. Do you do that with cocks as well? <laughs> is, there, is there something that I've not explored that I should? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Do you know what I not not to myself, but you know, do you remember them um you know them innocent smoothies that they do? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the little mini bottles at Winter they did with the little yeah. tiny yes. bob, bobble hats? Yeah. I always wanted to put that on somebody else's knob to see what it would look like. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might fit quite well. <laughs> like as a sort of a decorative piece or a sort of a a piece of sexual equipment or what? Like Oh, it'd just be entertaining, I think. Oh, Jesus. A pair of googly eyes underneath it. I think it'd be quite yeah. <laughs> I think that'd have put me off my stride a little bit, sort of googly eyes looking <laughs> at you. Do you know what? I, do, oh, I can't remember his name. Now, but he, I think he started off as an Instagram account and then he made mm. his own photography book. But he, he basically, the, the whole thing was just his flaccid penis that he was taking pictures of but he added little um stick men arms and eyes and eyebrows onto it oh it it became really really popular and some of the images that he came out with were absolutely hilarious because he started posing his flaccid dick with these little arms and eyes and mouth with just other objects around the house like little action men oh through like the the lengths you've got to go through <laughs> to get some followers and likes on Insta, hey? And the poor fella had no lengths. <laughs> it's, oh, it was dear. very very creative. I enjoyed thoroughly reading his um little photograph book. <laughs> That's hilarious. I oh god oh, oh I've learnt something today. Wow. Who knew? I didn't think you could sort of do stuff like that on Instagram. Or is it only sort of flaccid ones they'll accept? He'd, you know, when they blur it out and it's like, click this link if you want to see the on. Um... Oh, okay, yeah. And then it took him on, takes you onto his website, but I've not seen him on there for a while, so I don't know. But yeah, he had a couple of photograph books that were quite popular. That's hilarious. I'll get you one for Christmas. <laughs> what? An innocent movie. <laughs> Or one of those, what are they called? What, like, what are they look like? Little knob hats or something? That is, it's what they look like, though, isn't it? It's not, it's got oh. no other purpose, really, that, than to be put on the end of a knob. It's just. Oh, God. <laughs> Bless them. Oh. <laughs> Who's next? Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go down another path. Um, Rob. My nephew has started with seizures over the last two months. Um, diagnosis has been extremely slow, and we don't seem to be getting a lot of answers. One of you mentions seizures on an earlier episode and wondered if that was worth a mention. Um, that would be me. I don't think I've... Yep, that would be you, yep. If... I think it's... All... I mean, you might be able to clarify it as well, and it would have been in the medical mm, mm. medical industry before, but... Usually seizures is quite a slow diagnosis, I've found, um, yes. in terms yep. of testing. Mm. 
Um, but mine wasn't epilepsy. So when they were doing the test, they were looking specifically specifically for epilepsy. And then they put mm. us on epilepsy treatment, which made mm. it a whole ton worse than what it started mm. off being. Um, and it wasn't until a specialist got involved and we filmed it um, and we took it to him and he was like, oh, actually, you've got this instead. Right, right. But, but that was, they, Scott, they started in, I was maybe 13, 14 when, they, when it started manifesting, mm. like as mm. hazing out kind of episode. Yep. And I didn't get a diagnosis to way, way into adult life. Mm. So it did, it can take a long time. Um, Especially if like symptoms are sort of atypical, I think it can be kind of mm-hmm. a bit, um, bit of a minefield trying to get a diagnosis. Yeah. Well, I think when you think of seizures, you just think of epilepsy, don't you? But there's quite a few medical yeah. conditions that can cause you to have have seizures that have got nothing to do with with epilepsy. Yes, true, true. But they're usually quite. Um, they're usually things like you know. Oh no, I know. I don't know. I. It's not something that I know a lot about. So I think best I just not comment. Really, it's not. It's never my sort of field. Yeah, yeah, and and the experiences that I have had with sort of EEGs and stuff like that um, were sort of on the other end of the spectrum. They were with people who were brain dead, so that was like, that's mm-hmm. a whole other separate, completely separate thing. So yeah, so I don't uh, neurological stuff. I don't really know know a lot about, especially stuff that's sort of dealt with, like on a outpatient basis sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah I'd say it was definitely mm-hmm. worth mentioning what I've got I mean it's got so many different names but I know it as non-epileptic attack disorder maybe. okay yeah it it might be worth mentioning I suppose if you're with with the doctor because it was never something that got mentioned or thrown around when they thought I had epilepsy and then when I got the mm. diagnosis before the seizures were under control when I mentioned that I had that and had the diagnosis no one had heard of it anyway I think it's a bit more well known about now mm. uh, so yeah it might it might be worth suggesting it I suppose it was just mm. as, as an option for yeah. them to look into but I wouldn't yeah. expect a quick fix with getting a diagnosis for seizures yeah. I think it's that complicated trying to get the correct answers and and I would I would assume that uh, this person's nephew's been seen by a neurologist and sort of had at least begun the like the standard mm-hmm. sort of testing, you know, um, CAT scan, EEG, stuff like that. Trigger scans as well. You might have a few of them creeping up where they f- f- try and um, deliberately trigger a seizure. Yeah. Yep. They're always fun. <laughs> Have you had that? Uh, I had them when I was maybe like 16, maybe I think was the one that they had, but it didn't really, um, it didn't It didn't show anything. It never did with my, my scans because mine's more of a mental health thing rather than a neurological. Patholo- pathological. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
looks the same, but it's brought on by different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd hold that one out, Rob. I certainly, it wouldn't harm to mention. Yeah. Mention non-epileptic attack disorder, but it depends on the circumstances because that really primarily, I'm sure there's um, different forms of it, but that really stems from... More of like emotional trauma stuff rather than like a trauma thing. Yeah, depending how mm. old your nephew is. Um, to me, reading that, he sounds quite young. It might be a bit young to be having that kind of a trauma. But you don't know. Mm. You don't know everyone's circumstances. But no. Hold well, on out. Hold on out. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, twin. Bless him. But no, it's not nice. But. Mm. Um, Lee, what keeps you all up at night? Boners. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> Being poked in the back. <laughs> well, that's it, you win. <laughs> I don't know. I... Oh. I'm what? out like a light. It doesn't matter what time of night or day it is. Oh, you want those? I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Andrew's like that. Like, like literally, he 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 can he he can say good night and then he'll shut his eyes and I can hear him like take <laughs> two sort of deepish kind of breaths and then he's asleep. <laughs> like, fuck you, mate. <laughs> Well, for me, it's like what it, I take stuff every night for sleep because I have a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and also have some edibles oh, as yes. well. Big, yes, yes, that I bake myself. Um, but for me, it's you know I can go to sleep okay, and I probably have a few solid hours but it's it's then it's waking up and not being able to go back to sleep and um mostly I don't even know the reason why I wake up but it's often having pain is not helpful to go back to sleep um like today I woke up at four and haven't been back to sleep we should have just recorded this at four in the morning and eat. I finished bloody work at four. We could have had this over and done with. In the bed. <laughs> oh. We did try to go back to sleep, but as I said, wasn't successful. And then I'm like, oh, now I'm hungry and oh, now I need a wee and oh, I might have something to eat. And yeah. Do you ever think lucky bastards, those people that have got, was it, nar- was it narcolepsy where they just nod off anywhere? You can fall asleep anywhere, anytime, yeah. I used to be a bit like that, but not anymore. But it's annoying. It's annoying to be awakened for no reason. It's just like all of a sudden I'm just like got my eyes open and thinking, oh, it's night time. I'm awake again. Do edibles help though, or do they just get you a bit giddy? No, they make me really sleepy. And so I go to sleep easily. Hmm. But it's just, just keeping you asleep. Yeah, just staying asleep that's difficult for me or, or getting back to sleep. Sometimes, well, the other morning 
I was awake from 3 a.m. till 6. It's a big chunk out of your sleep. Mm, it is. Yeah. Anyway. And as, well, I mean, not, not to mention names, but I was speaking to somebody yesterday on a call that was, um, they're sleeping beyond terrible. It's horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, and listening to her, the the effect that that has on her body as a whole and her mental state of just not having that sleep mm-hmm. consistently is, like, we all know that it's not good for you not sleeping, but when you listen to people that, genuinely can't sleep like the effect Mm. it has on them is just it's terrible really it's quite scary yeah it it's I kind of I feel like I spend my excuse me I've spent my whole day trying to stay awake and my whole night trying to stay asleep and neither (laughs) of them work well I try not to nap during the day doesn't matter how tired I am in the hope that I'll sleep the next night but often I don't so does that Andrew. make any difference for you? Like, if you do fall asleep in the day, can you sleep better through the day than what you can on the night? Um, or does it not really make any difference? It doesn't make any difference. But I, I, I just try not to sleep during the day. Sometimes I, it's, it's just too hard and I just give in and have a nap. But, um, yeah, I just sort of try and push through it. And like I think I said to you before, I just keep telling myself that, you know, I won't die because I didn't sleep last night, so... Oh, and it doesn't. It, it's weird because it doesn't. Like when I go to teach a class, it doesn't make any difference to my energy levels, whether I'm well rested or not. Well, it never bloody did when I saw you dancing. That's for sure. <laughs> you had more energy than everybody put together. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, I hope that answers that question, Lee. It's um. If you're looking for something a bit more juicy, juicy. I, I think no, you won that. You won with your answer. That was excellent. <laughs> no, I'm out like a light. I think the only time that um, I sit up at night is with the other half's watching. He always falls asleep to either meditation music on the YouTube or the space documentaries. Mm. And that's the only time that. It takes longer to fall asleep when I'm thinking what's beyond what we already know like in space, but Oh yeah, I can't I can't think about that for too long, otherwise I'd get a bit freaked out in my head. <laughs> it's a bit of a migraine inducer, is uh Yeah, it is. What, it is. <laughs> what what when I was not a young child, but when I was a child or um you know, as far as I knew there was the planets. Mm-hmm. And then this is this was my line of thinking when I was a child. So at after Pluto, I would think, well, what's after that? And then I would then I would imagine because it was just a thing that my childhood, my head kind of imagined. Then there was just this massive, not not a brick wall. It wasn't sort of straight up and down, but it was curved. Mm-hmm. Assuming that it kind of, you know, uh, encompassed our entire, uh, what's the word? Not u- not universe, our solar system. I'd never guessed that. But yeah. And then, and then I would go, yeah, but what's on the other side of the brick wall? 
Because it has to be something, doesn't it? Because it has to be it something. It has to be. And then I would start. Yeah, then I would start freaking out. So, yeah, I can't think about that too much. I wonder if they'll ever work it out because we've only been so far, really, haven't we, in the grand scheme of things, allegedly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just that's a whole book worth of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just try not to think about that. We are where we are, and that's that's, <laughs> that's, it. Fine. that's it. Um, who have we got next? We've done that one. We've done that one. Helen, okay. Oh, Quinton today. Oh, what? I might be getting a bit juicy now. <laughs> oh, there's nothing wrong with feeling, finishing on a bit of juice. <laughs> <laughs> this is juice, okay. <laughs> um, I have been friends with my best friend for nearly 20 years. She has been with her husband for. 19 of those years they have three kids and a fairly normal life i'm not laughing at you your friend helen i'm sorry it's just um different i'm just they wondering have, what's going to come next they have three kids and a fairly normal life um mm. but recently she's begun to tell me that they haven't been quite as intimate <laughs> together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um my friend is starting to worry that her husband possibly might be gay um, and is questioning, questioning his mannerisms, the lack of intimacy, and the time that he spends with his male friends. How's the best for me to approach it, approach it with her mm. as a friend, and how's she best to approach it with her husband? Um, <laughs> I'd stick wow. a chair on, pop a finger up his ass, and see if he enjoys it, and then <laughs> you might possibly have an answer. But <laughs> no, but straight people can like that too. So. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that's it's not a foolproof test. <laughs> no, it's not. That's that's uh, yeah, that's a flaw that would be a flawed diagnosis, I think. Maybe ask him if he's gone to see Barbie this this month, then that might give you a bit of a clear idea. <laughs> oh, I don't. Mm. I think as a friend maybe all you can do is just listen and support. Listen and support. Yeah, I yeah. Don't, there's not yeah. really I don't a think, lot. I don't think it's up to you to sort of do any sort of intervening. It's just like just support your friend with wherever she's at right now. And I think it's quite hard to tell nowadays, now that kind of beauty standards have gone up, because men are a lot just as anal, no pun intended, (laughs) just as anal about the the time they spend on their looks and their mannerisms, what women are now, do you know what I mean? It's, there's no, um, no shame they're spending an hour doing the hair or the makeup. With some nice grooming, yeah. Yeah. And mannerisms, like, I think American straight men are extremely camp and I always think all of them are gay and they're not, they turn out they've got a wife and 20 kids. Um, so mannerisms, I think, it's quite... It's not really anything to go off, to be honest. No. Um, and from sort of uh, courses and stuff I've done I- in the past, I know there's a, 
Um, there's a, a subgroup of men who are in heterosexual relationships. Mm-hmm. They like having sex with men, but they don't identify as gay. Okay. Hmm. Um, I don't. They don't. I don't know that they've got a particular pigeonhole or label. Just men who have sex with men but don't identify as being gay. I'm trying to think what books I've read. Articles where it's like they call it. Oh, have we had this conversation before? Where they had a really weird name no. for men that did that? No, no. But do you like? Do you know of any kind of? I hate to say labelling, but is there a name for that? particular group there was one that they came out with not so long ago and it was a bit like bromance but it wasn't mm-hmm. bromance mm-hmm. i can't remember for the life of me what it was but it, it was essentially that it was straight men sleeping with straight men but they weren't classing themselves as gay mm. it might mm. pop up to me pop in my head in a later date but mm. it is kind of gay um, though isn't it <laughs> I don't know. Like I, like oh, no. I don't, I don't really sort of care for labelling anybody with what they do in their bedroom because it doesn't affect me. It's not my business. It's like fuck who you like. Like as long as everyone's safe and mm. you know. I can kind of understand but, it because I don't identify anymore with the gay community. If that makes sense, yeah, I, I, I don't feel yeah. they represent me and how they are in, mm. in modern society. So I, I don't identify, I suppose, in that way as mm. as a gay man. And if people, because people do, people are fucking weird on the internet when you get random people in your inbox, like, you gay, I just put no. I just tell them no. <laughs> no, no. Why do you even answer them? No, I'm not. Um, so, yeah, maybe I do understand it a little bit, but... Maybe well, I for, yeah, I thought that that did pop into my head as well. But it's just like for Helen, it's just got to be really, really. Is that sorry? Is that the right name? Yeah, yeah. Helen's the yeah, friend, Helen. the friend of the friend yeah. that's got the yeah. potentially gay husband. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'd see your kind of role, if you like, is just supporting your friend in wherever it takes her that journey. I mean, her friend might be completely off, off off base. She might, who knows? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe she's. Maybe it's cause lack of intimacy. Inter, intimacy can be for a multitude of reasons. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're not attracted to you or attracted to the same sex. Yeah, uh, there's all sorts of things. There's yeah, it is. Tough. It's, it's obviously a conversation that needs to be had between them both. But yeah, but Helen can't be sort of. She can't be getting involved. Any part of getting involved in or have any part in that that bit of it. Yeah, but yeah, there's a million reasons why lack of intimacy comes into a relationship, and maybe a sort of a. A growing awareness on someone's part of another part of their sexuality that they haven't explored, that might be one reason but there could be lots of other ones as well so yeah 
you can't really say. But that, but the Helen's friend must be struggling. Uh, yeah, I can't a, imagine it being a nice. Um, yeah, it's a tough. That would be a tough place to, to be, be in. in. No, no, that wouldn't be. That wouldn't be a nice place to be in at all. And it'd be. I'd imagine so, it'd yeah, be one for of the those. Time being where... Helen, just support your friend. Just be there. Take a bottle of wine round every now and again. Can't really, she can't really do much else at this point, can you? I mean, you could play detective if you wanted to. <laughs> Just sneak around and keep a notepad of his behaviours and movements. <laughs> Make sure you wear a fedora head and a trench coat. <laughs> Sunglasses. Carry a briefcase. Look surreptitious at all times. While you're out and about, not while you're sat in your friend's house. <laughs> I wonder, I, I presume there's still such a thing, like, with the advent of the internet and all the things that you can do, 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 do people still use private detectives for sort of tracking people, checking people's behaviour and movements? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it, it sounds very um, 80s, doesn't it? 80s crime document. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Private detective. Of... Let me have a quick go. Detect... Detective. Near me, okay. That's... Well, private investigator, I think they're more probably called these days, like PIs. Oh, there is. There's a few in Durham. There you go. Because I, I actually knew someone who used to do that for a job. Did they get a lot of people ringing in for it? It was a woman. A woman. That was mm. very sexist. I do apologise. <laughs> There's a... Now, I don't know if I've got the... I don't know if it's a company or something, but I know there's also um, women who do this thing. I think they call themselves like a honeypot or something, and they, they kind of... It, a, a, a woman in a relationship, a wife, whatever, employs another woman to go out if her husband's out and try and hit on them and see if they um, take the bait. Oh. And, if they, and then if they do, then the woman's got evidence that her partner's cheating or willing to cheat. You women are sneaky little devils. <laughs> we are. We are. Do not think, though, if you've got to that point in a relationship, then it's probably already over. <laughs> if you're sending somebody around yeah. to test them or yeah. follow them around yeah. for a month, it's probably yeah. it's probably dead and dead in the water. But sometimes you want sometimes you want evidence. You want actual proof. Yeah. Sometimes you... people need that. So I don't know. Never feels good though to get, to get it though, does no, it? No, I don't. No, no. There we go, Helen, darling. You support and get a um a honey pot club. Just pretend it's a book club <laughs> while you're at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go dear. follow him about for a little bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> eh. Well, that that was the last one for today, and I've got no more at the minute. It's um, they were good questions. They were interesting. They're always interesting. 
Send us more. Keep sending them in. I thoroughly enjoy doing them, especially when yeah. um, I know we do a lot of newsy stuff, but the sweet for call in the news at the minute. So <laughs> <It's>... Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like relationship situations, you know, people situations are always interesting. And then, you you know, you get a little snippet of maybe what someone else is going through. Well, that, yeah, that's it. It's um, and you can take little bits from things as well, which I always find quite yeah, yeah, helpful. Absolutely. Even if it's not the same situation as yours, how people, like you said, deal with things, manage with things, interpret things. Mm. Mm. It's just a, a collection of knowledge <laughs> to help you through life. Indeed, we can all do with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, just. Just coincidentally, I um I don't I don't know if you saw it. Like uh, yesterday was um thirteen years since I landed at Heathrow on a one way trip from Australia. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, I missed that one. I didn't really go on Facebook yesterday. Yeah. Congratulations for being a for sticking it out <laughs> <laughs> for not running back to Australia. Does that feel like a long time for you? Thirteen years, or is it? Uh, do you know it, it's one of those weird things that you know I know it's 13 years but it it's gone so fast it doesn't seem like that long and yet also when I think back about like all the things I've done mm-hmm. like I've just done so many amazing things so it's you know it's been a pretty uh, a pretty good pretty decent good journey and you know it was a good it was a well, it wasn't always easy and fun, but it's good now. It was worth it in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 13 years, wow. So, so you've not really been over here that long then when I met you? No, no, because I, I got here in, well, obviously August um, of 2010 and I started, I did my Zumba licensing in October and started teaching in December. Um so that was the beginning of that. Um, but, yeah, it's gone. So, you know, it's weird. It's gone fast, but I've just packed so much into all those years, so that's a good thing. Did you do anything to celebrate it? Or did... um, no. Andrew was at work. <laughs> I wasn't oh. feeling 100%, so, and the weather was shit, so I just played with my doggy. <laughs> <laughs> On the wet decking. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No, she she doesn't she doesn't relish relish going out in the rain. And uh, like I was walking through the woods yesterday and it was pissing with rain, and I'm like, "Come on, dog, will you just go and have a shit so we can turn around and go home?" Because neither of us really like it that much. Uh, and she, you know, she comes home covered in mud and wet and stinky and. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't do oh no, no, she doesn't. She's weird. She um, she doesn't like running water on her or nearer. It's different for a dog. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I mean, she, if we're walking through somewhere and there's a stream, she'll go in it, but she'll only go up to sort of probably the deepest she would go would be to a belly. Mm. She she likes to have her feet still on the on the 
bottom, as it were. Um, yeah, but we we can't we can't um, we can't hose her down, and we can't. Well, we even got a bath, but we can't put her in the shower or anything like that. She just doesn't like spraying water on top of us, sort of thing. Weirdo. It is a bit odd. Mm, but there's, it's not uncommon. Like dogs tend to either be absolute lovey love water and will just you know submerge themselves and go out into really deep water, or they just don't like it at all. It's not that uncommon. Um, they quite a, like I've heard of quite a few people. This is with Mallies mm. that uh, they're you know she's not completely weird that she doesn't like water. But I can't say for other breeds. I don't know. Tell you. Yeah. So when she come, oh god, when she bloody rolls in mud, and so when I bring <laughs> her home, I've kind of got a. Oh, I can't even get a pause in the water. I just kind of got to get a like a J cloth or something and sort of sloop her down, and then the entire <laughs> utility room is covered in muddy water. And then she does a big shake and then all the muddy water blobs just go all up the cupboards and all up the walls. So then I've got to mop all them and fucking cl- oh, anyway. <laughs> It's a full part-time job just to get the dog clean and dry. Just <laughs> just so much sort of mess and just, you know, she shakes and all these muddy blobs just go everywhere. And, and you can't really push I don't know if it, you know, they've got like coating on their actual fur that's mm. water resistant so when you you can't actually dry her it doesn't actually really come off her um so i just kind of try and slop up the mud and <laughs> let her go and sit on a couple of blankets till she dries out and then she just stinks no she doesn't stink <laughs> and having never bathed her she doesn't smell at all she's not smelly You've never fancied that dog cologne that you can, that you can get in TK Maxx or anything. Oh no, I wouldn't. No, she would. If I sprayed something on her, she wouldn't. She wouldn't like that spraying thing either. Sounds like she's an absolute fucking basket case. Maybe she is. It's a traumatized dog. No. Bless her heart. I was uh, I was doing some obedience with her. Um, there's a golf club not very far away, and you can walk through the middle of it. Where there's a sort of a bitumen road that goes down to the actual golf club, so cars are always coming up and down. And the golf club is sort of like either side of the road, so mm. there's always people crossing and buggies and golf balls going. So I was doing some obedience with distraction. You know, there were several people, golf clubs, balls, all that rest of thing, and. Um, yeah, she she was she was doing a quite a good job, and bloke shouted shouted out, so oh, your dog, your awesome dog, oh, doing awesome work, girl. And I'm like, I'm so proud of her. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, little toad she is. Was she? <laughs> she weighs she weighs about thirty five or thirty six kilos, and she uh, likes to sit on my lap in the morning. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then she sort of shoves her face on mine and, yeah, she, it's lovely. <laughs> there's nothing nicer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say there's nothing nice about it. Then. It's like, oh. No, it's lovely. It's lovely. <laughs> Bless her. What time are we... Oh, we did that, an hour. There we go. Yeah, we've done a bit over an hour, so yeah, did, that's good. We did an that's hour. Good. 
we're, on the hmm? we're doing a bit better now because I was putting when we were uploading it, I was putting the um episode number on the title. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't realise when people search for keywords, it wasn't coming up because the episode number is the first thing that pops up. So I've taken that off now. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I'm glad you're sort of doing that part of it because I wouldn't have a clue about any of that. Well, I, I tried it on the first, on last week's mm-hmm. one, and mm-hmm. that did really well. And I mm-hmm. thought, well, if I knock off the episode numbers off all the titles, we'll see what happens. And it shot right up, so learning as we're going along. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's <laughs> the game, right. isn't it? That's the game. Live and learn. We've done all right. We've not got cut off this week, so. Well, that's big. That's major. That was the first incident we've had in a while, though. It's gone quite smoothly, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, you've d- yeah, with all the, the techie last... stuff, you've done amazingly well. We'll have to get the... Much, um... much better than had I been doing it, I can tell you. <laughs> hey, you get on in a breeze now. I remember the first first time you tried to get on I mean it took forever to get us um I know I don't know what all that was about but this whatever platform thing whatever this one is that you're using it's just simple and easy and efficient which we like that it is very they've just upgraded all the I know we don't use it but all the video stuff as well like the video um is that your microwave beeping (laughs) no it's my fan (laughs) (laughs) I get so so hot in this dressing gown and then I have it on for a minute and then I get too cold, I've got to turn it off and then it just hot flushes again. (laughs) Hot flushes are terrible, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) I can just laugh now because I don't have them anymore. I've no room to complain about dressing gown hot flushes that need (laughs) women go through what they do. (laughs) One time I was sitting in my bedroom just in my armchair thingy I don't know what I was doing reading or something and it was the middle of winter and I think I had like a long t-shirty thing on and slippers and my dressing gown or something and I had a huge hot flush and I I stood up ripped off my dressing gown ripped off my t-shirt and I did it so fast that I pulled my glasses off my head as well but I was going over to the window to stick my head outside and in, in my rush, I trod on my glasses and broke them. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> the bloody you know, sweat's pouring off me. I'm naked, sticking my head out the bedroom window and uh, trod on my glasses. And, fuck. Now I need new glasses. Uh, anyway. You're 200 pound down and the neighbours have seen everything. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't give a shit. <laughs> Seriously, I, there's many times I've stuck my head in the freezer when I was having hot flushes. They're so awful. Are they hot? Literally. Is it like sweating hot or is it a whole different new level of feeling hot? It's – how can I describe it? It's sort of like for me, it was sort of like my my upper torso and you know head, head, face, chest sort of thing. Mm. And if you can imagine, if you know when you exercise and you get red in the face, that's because your blood vessels dilate as a means of 
dispersing heat. Mm. So imagine every blood vessel in your body doing that really rapidly and you get this sort of coursing kind of, yeah, this coursing heat and then the sweat just pours. It just absolutely drenches you. Well, I mean, I'd have to change my underwear yeah. a couple of times a day and, and clothes and everything. Um, but, yeah, just – I mean, I was, standing, I was standing in boots once in the queue and I had a huge hot flush and I thought, they're going to think I'm trying to fucking steal stuff. Because I was dripping sweat and I thought, they're probably going to think I've got all this stuff hidden in my bag and I'm hoping to steal it. <laughs> yeah, but they're very – they're more than unpleasant. They're just horrendous. They're really awful. So if, you, if you're out there and you don't have menopausal hot flushes, you are lucky. But you might have other horrible things, so, yeah. Still not entitled to moan, though, if you're not, if you're not having hot flushes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, shall we wind up there? We shall. Now you go and enjoy the, the rarity of a day off with Andrew. Yeah. We're going out for lunch, so that'll be nice. You leave your purse at home. He pays. <laughs> oh, he's the boy. Yes. <laughs> no, we've got it. We've kind of got a dichotomy in our house of who pays for what, and it's yeah, it's pretty standard. But yeah, he pays for food when we go out. Good, good old traditional values, you see. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> when, when it's always when it suits me. <laughs> oh dear. All right then, my right, lovely. Right. I shall see you next week, hopefully, all being well. Yep, all being well. And um, like I say every week, people, we love your questions. Send us more. Keep, yeah, yeah do keep sending up. It yeah. saves me searching for stuff <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Please do everything you can to make his life as easy as possible. That's what we all should be on the planet for, seriously. <laughs> We're not getting paid for it, so any, any contribution to helping with the workload. Gratefully accepted. <laughs> all right, me. then, my love. Bye, Di. I shall speak to you soon. Yep. Have a good week. You too. Speak okay, to you bye. later. Bye. bye.